You're listening to The Imperfect Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Gunderson. This podcast is a series of unedited recordings from my voice journal, exploring ideas from faith and family to vulnerability and self-compassion. I hope that my words will inspire you or summon you love to know that you are enough despite your imperfections and you can find joy in this life. Hello. It's been a while since I published an episode. I've been sitting on a few episodes I was planning to publish maybe a month ago. There was one day when I did a hike around our neighborhood and listened to a bunch of my episodes, and I thought I was doing that in preparation to publish them, but as it turned out, I couldn't quite bring myself. I really kind of pride myself on being super vulnerable and not withholding information. I I feel like, excuse me, if that information exists, it should be shared to help other people. But as I was listening to this one episode, which was the next one in queue to share, it just apparently I reached my limit. It was about sex and intimacy. And even if I could bring myself to share it, I wasn't sure Cindy and I would remain married if I did. (laughs) She might not appreciate um, some of the information that I was sharing. So I'm holding off on that one. Maybe someday after I run it by Cindy, I'll feel like I can share it, but maybe I won't. Anyhow, today's episode is uh, talking about using my analytical brain to overcome bad habits or addictions. But more broadly, it's really talking about how aspects of our personality that we may be tempted to view as negative may also have a positive side. So frequently, my analytical brain will kind of get in the way of interpersonal relationships, especially with Cindy. (laughs) She doesn't always appreciate my over-analytical brain. But there's a, a positive flip side in which it's helped me to accomplish other things that might be difficult for other less analytical people to be able to accomplish. So that's really what I'm talking about. Hope you enjoy. Cindy brought something up the other day that was really helpful for me and I super appreciated. She talks to a lot of women whose husbands are suffering from pornography addiction, which is a plague in our world today, in our country especially. And I may or may not get to the topic of why I think it might be worse in our country than it is in some other countries. Maybe that'll be for another day. But she talks to a lot of people whose husbands are addicted to pornography, which is terrible for everyone involved. It's terrible for the wives who now feel... I'm, I'm 
not finding the right word. They, they feel abused. I mean, they are. This is emotional abuse. They feel betrayed. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, it's terrible for the husbands who are not trying to betray their wives and who typically get into this because something else in their lives is not going according to plan and they're, they're typically trying to compensate for something. Obviously, if there are children in the household, it is terrible for them because there's tension being created in the household. So, and depending on what else is going on, they could be affected in other ways. But what Cindy brought up, which I thought was just so kind and helpful for her to point out, is um, I guess I, I don't like dwelling on specifics of mistakes that I've made in my life. But yes, as a teenager, I did see pornography. I, I think that's a pretty uh, innocuous statement because I think it's pretty much expected at this point that unfortunately everyone is going to be exposed to pornography and we have to figure out how to help people in our lives to deal with it and overcome it and what Cindy brought up to me was how she felt like my sometimes overly analytical brain was probably the reason that I was able to overcome pornography and not have it be a major issue throughout my life And I would say that that is true. And I guess I also just want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. And I do believe that through the power of the atonement of Jesus Christ, I was also able to overcome. But I... I hesitated to say that because I don't ever want to phrase things in a way that somehow might be suggesting that some other person that I know and love or, or that I don't know and love is somehow a bad person because they are not taking advantage of the atonement of Jesus Christ. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. So please don't take it that way. But I just felt like I would be ungrateful if I didn't bring that up. So that's why I'm bringing it up. I believe that everybody can access the healing power and the cleansing power of the atonement of Jesus Christ. I, I'm not trying to suggest that it's easy or that somebody is somehow lesser because they haven't been able to do that. I'm just saying there is power there 
and it is open to everybody. Going back to the idea of my analytical brain, really what helped me and what I've tried to teach my kids about pornography or really about any behavior that seems tempting in the moment, but which does not bring us happiness in the end, is that I just learned to associate the temptation for that thing with the end feeling that it produced after the action was taken. Does that make sense? So I feel like most, if not all, human beings who consume pornography would agree that in the moment that they are tempted, it feels really exciting and it feels like it is just going to scratch that itch that they need to scratch. And then after they have viewed it, that they just feel terrible, that they feel guilty, self-loathing, all the bad feelings. And so with my relatively limited experience with that, it became obvious to me that it was not a way to be truly happy. And so I just learned to connect those two things so I could just cut out the middle. If anytime I had that temptation, I just thought about how I was going to feel in the end. And eventually it truly was no longer a temptation. Once I just associated those two things, why would anybody want to do something that makes them feel terrible, right? And I'm oversimplifying it. Again, what Cindy's point was, in our relationship specifically, my overly analytical brain has been a point of contention. (laughs) Um... Cindy very much wants to just enjoy life and not overly analyze that. And I admire that about her. I think that's part of what drew me to her in the first place was her joy of life. And I continue to appreciate her joy of life and admire it and try to mimic it. Although I'm not nearly as good at it as she is. That is her superpower. And my superpower apparently is being analytical. And so it was just really helpful for me to hear from her specifically to say that she recognized that there was not only frustration that came from my analytical brain, but also good that came from my analytical brain. And that's true about so many things. And as I've been reading books and listening to podcasts and going through my sort of mental, emotional journey over the past couple of years, that's been a major testimony that I have developed is that every characteristic that we have can be used for both good and for bad. And so our job is not to 
so much find ways to snuff out these parts of ourselves, but to recognize and understand them and learn how to use them for good instead of letting them kind of rule our lives for bad. Does that make sense? I would love to talk more about this, but I'm almost at work, so I won't be able to right now. But I hope that in some way I can be helpful for people who are stuck in the middle of pornography addiction because I can only imagine how it is ruling your lives and I'm grateful that I've somehow been spared from that particular affliction in life. Hopefully I've made it abundantly clear at this point that I have my own afflictions in life. So it's not like I just am living this completely charmed life. We all have our thorns in our sides and that's okay. We, we learn from them and they help us become who we need to be. We would never ask for them, but we can use them. But I'm sorry, my heart goes out to anybody who is affected by addiction in general, by pornography addiction specifically, because that's what we're talking about today. And um, just know that I am rooting for you. And I know that you can do it. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to The Imperfect Podcast. If you think of someone who could benefit from this episode, please share it with them. Until next time, I wish you peace and joy.